welcome to another Tim Talk. Um, I'm out here in the beautiful Marble Mountain Wilderness teaching our nature awareness class, our nature communication class, and uh, it just seemed like the perfect place. And we just had a class in camouflage and the beauty of it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, in our modern cultures, cultures, it seems like all over the world, um, we seem to have this aversion, not all people, but a vast amount an aversion to getting the earth on us. We even use the word dirty as if the earth is dirty. The thing that gives us life, the thing that gives us our food, uh, the thing that is endlessly beauty for us. You know, it's, 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 a, it's only a word, but it, there's a lot of power in words. And the earth is not dirty. And what we were doing in this class, and I think it's, so, it's such a special, beautiful thing to do, is getting the earth on us and then hiding as a work of human art on the landscape. So what we do is we first rub a little bit of ash on us and then we rub some dirt dust on us and then we go and we get some of the finest mud you could ever find, marble mountain mud. They, scientists say the marble mountain dirt is some of the best compost dirt in the planet earth. We rub that on us then we put some leaves and branches on us from all the sacred plants that grow up here in these amazing meadows. Um, and then we go find a beautiful little place that calls to us, that calls to our heart, that feels good. Maybe it's climbing up a tree. Maybe it's, it's, it's in a willow thicket. Maybe it's along the trail in the grass. You know, something like that or in a patch of flowers. And then we go and we sit in there. And then we add some flowers and dirt and branches to kind of take and crisscross our bodies so that we don't look like a whole person. But we're still very much in the open. We're not hiding behind something. We're in the open. And then what we do is we go into a deep meditation and we ask the earth to come into us and we come into the earth. And at some point, there's this blending of the two and we become the earth and the earth becomes us, which we know is true anyway. But we know it through feeling when we do this. We know it because we have the earth on us. We know it because we're feeling the pulse of the earth, because we've chosen to quiet ourselves down, take time out, get the earth on us, be, not be mandy-pamby weird about it on us, and just go into the earth. And then when we do that, then we have some of our students come by um, and, and kind of what we call the city shuffle, where their head is down, not really looking around a lot, and walking fairly fast, and, and, and they pass us. And then we have them come back and stop and look at us. And you'll, they'll notice like an eye or an eyebrow or an elbow or something like that. And all of a sudden the whole body comes forth and you see, go, wow. And then after you look at that, you realize, oh my God, we are children of the earth. We are, I love this word, we are earthlings. I learned that word when I was a kid. We are earthlings. And it's okay to have the earth on us. It's okay to be one with the earth. In fact, it's life-changing. In fact, it's vital to having a good life, in my opinion, and I think many others. So then they look at us, and there's an appreciation, an understanding that comes out of it, a, a natural growth of understanding. And then we do it in different environments. Sometimes we'll become a tree. Sometimes we'll do it and we'll become a creek. Sometimes uh, we'll become a meadow. Sometimes we'll become a rock. 
One of the greatest ones is you can go literally go out into a meadow, um, have dirt on you and other plant debris, and kind of curl up a little bit or sit very comfortably, but not like with your bot, your arms and your legs out, you know, more tight and together. Go into the meditation and you literally look like a rock. In fact, you become a human rock. Some of the benefits of this are beyond, way beyond just knowing that we're earthlings and being close to the earth. We are living works of art. We learn a self-appreciation, which we need, a self-confidence, a love of self through the earth, which is a deep, beautiful love, not an ego, mind-boggling, overtaking love. It's a, it's a deep earth love, a deep natural love. It's, it's, a, it's good. It, it, that kind of love and understanding uh, spreads to all things that we touch in life. Wherever we go, it gets spread. Another great part of it is that if we want to observe more of our planet, like animals, like deer, elk, bear, squirrels, birds, insects, frogs, and toads and things, another that when we become that rock or anywhere we hide and we do it long enough, the animals actually come out and join us. And we get to be with them on their level and the way they were, live. Not from the outside in, like looking at it on television or not looking at it at a distance where as soon as they see us, they're going to freak. But we get to watch them live. And when we do that, when we stop and take time to watch the animal world live as they live, unobstructed by us, we have, I believe, memory of the past, from the past, from our ancestors, that whose blood runs in us. We've talked about it before. And that close relationship that we develop through time with animals. That appreciation comes up. It's fun. We also get so much out of it that we feel so connected that we're willing to defend and fight for animals and give them better lives and more good places to live and so forth. So it's an, an array of things come out of it. But above and beyond all that, it's just a wonderful thing to do in your life. You don't even have to do it for any reason other then just enjoy your life as an earthling on this earth and just go closer with the thing that gives us life. That's enough. There's also many practical uses to learning camouflage, like if you want to learn to hunt or fish or go out. I'm a photographer. I'm a nature photographer. It's the other half of my life. I photograph beautiful things in nature. So sometimes I'll camo up and I'll be able to get closer to animals and things. The other thing I like about camo is it brings up this being that lives in us. I call it the primal self. And I mean this. I believe there's a wild man, a wild woman that lives in us that needs to come out. I recently read a poem about the wilderness that lives in us by Carl Sandburg. Go find that poem or one of these Tim Talks, I'll read it to you. It's an incredible poem about the wilderness, the living, the, the wild things that live in us that need to come out and be expressed. We live in a society that holds us back. It's a world full of no's and don'ts. And some of those things are obviously appropriate, but much of it holds us back from being fully human. We need to let the wildness in us out in a healthy way where we don't hurt something or someone, but we need to let it out. It has to come out or something happens to us. We blow up inside. We act poorly. We we get frustrated, we get depressed, we get sad, we get confused. It has to come out of us, the wild being, the primal self. 
And by putting the dirt and the mud and the leaves on us and running around in the woods and hiding and climbing trees, that's a sense of freedom that many of us human beings never feel. As a kid, that's probably all I did half the time, ran around like that. I didn't even hardly ever wear shoes as a kid. It was just not something we even thought about doing. We got to feel the earth. You know, and, and I don't think a lot of kids get to do that today. They're overly clean. We just had one kid in our class, he wouldn't get dirty. He just could not do it. And I'm not gonna push him, but I felt sad for him that he couldn't do it. And, and I think that's happening more and more in society. We need to be able to get the dirt on us. We need the primal self to come out. We need to be able to connect deeply and spiritually with the land. We need to be nature works of art. We need to be able to appreciate the beauty of us in nature as beautiful things. The other thing that pops in my mind here I want to say is that often I think human beings that are conscious of the damage that's been done by humans to the planet, we hold a sense of guilt because we're humans. I see this a lot with students. We hold a sense of guilt. And it, so when we go in nature, it's like even if we don't know it in our conscious mind, we act in a way that says we feel ashamed or bad about it. And, you know, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Before we can ever help the planet do anything meaningful, we have to be able to build the relationship up with it so that we feel the pain that the earth feels and then we're motivated to do good. This is really important to get. We don't need to carry shame. Human beings, we're going through a tough time in human history. There's a lot of us. We're approaching 8 billion. We take a lot of things off the earth and we don't put a lot back. But we're learning. We're growing. I have to have faith that we'll get it because I believe we belong here. And ultimately, when we get the earth on us and we go run around in the woods and hang out, we know we belong. And when we know we belong, we know we found home. And when we found home, we feel safer and more comfortable and we'll protect our home. So ultimately, it's the absolute right thing to do. Get the dirt on you, get the earth on you. It's the right thing to do. So I say, go out into the woods. Go out onto the land. Go out to the oceans. Go out to the mountains. Get that mud and dirt on you. Go play in the streams. Go play in the meadows. Go jump off the cliffs on into the water and climb the trees. Sit in them for hours. Go through the meadows for hours. Watch animals, not just for one minute, two minutes, three minutes. Watch the golden eagle fly till it can't stop, till it goes so far you can't see it anymore. Watch the deer eat in the meadow. Learn about the deer. It's just a deer to some people. We want to know, we want to know that it's more than a deer. What, is, what does it think? How does it feel? What, what, what motivates the deer? What, what motivates the deer? Um, what does it eat? What is it? Where does it like to sleep? What does it think of its mate? How does it live with its baby? How does it blend into the landscape itself? You know, we, we need to be willing to go deeper with animals, more personal. In fact, I'll wrap this up by saying, animals are the masters at blending into their environment. The masters. So look at them and learn about camouflage. And you can't believe what they'll teach you. And I want to drive this home. They 
nature will teach you. The greatest teacher is nature, and the animals are probably the best of all. But you have to be willing to be a student, to be taught. Ho, thank you very much for listening. I'll see you out there in the dirt.